When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations, like getting complaints because someone on the team always smells horrible. You better talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, you'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. Bambi's U.S.-based personnel are dedicated to your business, giving you access to the HR expertise and personal touch you need. HR managers can easily cost $80,000 per year, but Bambi starts at $99 per month. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Visit Bambi.com slash C-Suite right now. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash C-Suite. Bambi.com slash C-Suite. Welcome to the Family Brain with your host, Megan Gibson. The well-being of one person in a family affects the whole family system. This is a supportive community to share research, resources, stories, tips, and life hacks to keep the family brain healthy. Hi, this is Megan Gibson. Today on the Family Brain, I'll be talking with Alexandra Idens, who is the founder of the Big Life Journal. It's a growth mindset journal for kids. And what's cool about the work that Alexandra is doing is she also has a number of resources to help you guide your kids, but also yourself in a growth mindset. Um, so she has a blog on biglifejournal.com. She also has an Instagram site and she is a great resource and what I think is really neat about what she's doing is she's helping to build a community of parents who talk about these kinds of issues with each other. So I've been on this growth mindset Facebook group or raising kids with a growth mindset group. And people come in with all different types of questions around um, parenting issues and just wondering from the group, you know, here's the issue that I'm dealing with. What would you do to approach this with the growth mindset? And growth mindset meaning... I'm just going to make up this definition right now, but uh, I think you'll learn more about it in the podcast. But growth mindset basically means, you know, that it's not that we're good or bad at something. It's that we're all growing and developing and that you might not be good at something right now, but you can be with practice and hard work and just sort of keeping at something. And what's cool, too, in this um, in this uh, group is that there's famous failures, people who have failed and who have just kind of picked themselves up and continued on. People that you wouldn't necessarily think were failures. And um, so they just provide a lot of different stories and encouragement. And for me, it's a good reminder that I might not be good at things right now, but if I work at it, I can be. You know, it's. I think we sometimes can default to, oh, that's just not something I'm good at. And I think we all do have you know, certain strengths just come more easily, but that doesn't mean that those things that don't come easily aren't an option for all of us. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Alexandra and uh, make sure you check us out on the Facebook group, the Family Brain Podcast. And I'm also on Instagram, Family Brain Podcast. And if you have any suggestions for future shows or comments, feel free to leave those there. I also have a newly updated Facebook, or no, not Facebook, website, 
um, familybrainpodcast.com. So I hope you check all of that out and hope you enjoy listening. Hi, Alexandra. Hi, Megan. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today and share all the great work you're doing with Big Life Journal. I was wondering if we could sort of start with just a little background about you and sort of how you came to this work and talk a little bit about Big Life Journal and all that it entails. Um, yes, sure. First of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to um, talk to you today. Um, and yes, I can tell you a little bit about Big Life Journal and our journey. Um, I am the founder, but I'm actually my husband, Scott, is also part of this. So we started it together as a couple. So it's a family uh, project that yeah. turns into a big business. Um, and we created it for, uh, well, the journal itself is our main resource that we um, offer. And we also have other resources for families and children. But the journal was the first thing that we created, my husband and I together. Um, and uh, we essentially, um, you know, we were both working in corporate America. And um, I was working in New York City in finance. So something which is completely different from what I'm doing right now. Um, and I was looking of course, for something else. At that point, um, I was pregnant with our son, Michael, and I was looking into, you know, be learning more about parenting and how we want to parent our child um, and, you know, trying to find different theories out there and, and things like that. Um, and my husband also, he was very interested in, in, in learning more about parenting before, you know, we actually become parents. Um, so we were looking at different resources, and we came across a book by Carol Dweck, which is called Mindset. Um, and um, it's a it's a book which uh, you know was written a while ago, but recently it became quite popular again. So I, I'm not sure if maybe your audience heard of it, but it is. Um, you know, the book that is being quoted, quoted in many places over and over again. So Carol Dweck, uh, Dr. Carol Dweck, she is a Stanford psychologist, and she wrote the book about the mindset, and she does a lot of research, she still does a lot of research around a mindset. Um, so when my husband and I came across that book, you know, both you know, our just eyes lit up and we looked at each other and was like, this is it. Yes. <laughs> you know, when, when we're thinking about parenting, we got to think about mindset and how are we going to, you know, what kind of mindset we want our children to have. Um, so that was the starting point of our realization that, you know, comes from our thoughts and everything comes from our mindset and how we think about ourselves in the world. And this is what we want to focus on when we are raising children to make sure that they have a positive mindset, they have a mindset of growth, and they can think that they can achieve anything. So that was the, the starting point of, you know, how can we do that? How can we make sure that our son will have that type of mindset? Um, so that was our long thought process and kind of like going through uh, thinking about it ourselves and this our thinking journey. Um, and we looked around and we looked at all the resources available to parents around mind, around teaching, you know, your child those important concepts. And there was nothing available that would be accessible to parents and uh, start using today, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's where the idea for a journal came. And we decided 
well, you know, if nothing like this exists, let's just create something. And we both very entrepreneurial mindset. So we, you know, we think that way. We kind of think, okay, well, if it doesn't exist, let's just make it. Um, Did it surprise you that it didn't exist? Uh, it did surprise me, yes. of, of course. And when we came out with the journal, a lot of people um, were kind of surprised that it didn't it didn't exist yes. <laughs> in the past. And it was such a good idea. But why, you know, why nobody came up with it earlier? And I think that maybe um, it's execution. Uh, it's quite difficult, right, to create a journal for children that is guided and illustrated, and children would want to use as a quite a difficult task. So, you know, when we kind of started working on it, we realized that it's a huge challenge, and maybe that's why, you know, it, it uh, you know, it didn't exist. Yes, and I have done a lot of reading, a lot of research about this topic, mindset, and just teaching kids these skills and you're right. It is not out there. And if it is, I have not seen it yet. You know, so there's a lot of writing, sort of conceptual writing around this topic, but not a lot of like just basic tools that parents, teachers, counselors can just use right away without having to do a lot more work. Absolutely. Yes, it's very friendly for anyone who is um, very new to this journey and to kind of be able to understand and try to understand what growth mindset is or what mindset um, is. Um, so it is definitely uh, an easy thing to use at your home with your children or in the classroom. What had, had does Carol Dweck know about your work? <laughs> well, I'm always wondering about it. Uh, she, we did uh, reach out to her organization, and one of her um, colleagues was speaking to our community. Um, I don't know if she personally um, knows of the journal or she has seen the journal, uh, but her organization certainly does know about it. I mean, that's pretty special because I just think it's not one person can do all of this work, right? I mean, sometimes mm -hmm. the people who are doing the research aren't going to be able to also do the tools. And so it's just fun to see how there's this, you know, spark that then you read her work and then have this new idea. I think it's really, it's right. exciting. Um, can you talk a little bit more about what growth mindset means? Of course. Um, so a growth mindset is, or mindset in itself, is a belief, uh, is a, a belief system. So all your thoughts, um, that you, repetitive thoughts that you think over and over again, they form your beliefs, and your mindset becomes a, a set of beliefs about the world and yourself and the people around you. So it's just the way that you think about the world and your, you know, in the world and your abilities. Um, so the growth mindset uh, is a belief that you can always improve and you can improve um, with, you know, effort and practice and different, trying different strategies and getting help from other people. So you are not born with a set of uh, abilities that you cannot change. So, you know, um, you have a set of uh, skills, a set of talents, a set of abilities, and you can always improve upon um, upon them. So the f opposite of, of a growth mindset is a fixed mindset. Um, a fixed mindset is a belief that you are born with a certain set of abilities and skills and talents and you know character that is fixed, and there's nothing to there's nothing you can do about it. So you might not as well try because, you know, there's no point in trying to change yourself and your previous self because you're born this way. So that's a fixed mindset and it's a very dangerous way of thinking um, because, it, you know, I think it's pretty obvious that this way
way of thinking limits yourself, right? Limits in what you are um, trying to achieve and the goals that you're setting for yourself and the things that you want to accomplish. So um, Carol Dweck, when she came up with two theory, you know, this theory of a growth mindset and a fixed mindset, um, she studied a lot of children and a lot of, um, she did a lot of uh, research before she kind of finalized her idea. Um, and she found um, a lot of interesting, uh, you know, the, her research brought a lot of interesting results. Um, and she found that it is very clear that some children have a growth, more of a growth mindset and some children have a more of a fixed mindset. Um, and then she also, when she studied these children, she saw the correlation between their performance and their academic performance or in general their attitude towards life and the mindset. So it's a very interesting topic and, you know, you can certainly there are tons of research out there um, and Karen Dweck still does more research as, as we speak right now. What's so interesting to me as I learn more about this for my kids, you know, so, so for me, like you, I became more interested in these topics because I have kids and I want to be doing the best I can as a parent. But what's interesting to me is how much I'm learning about myself, you know, in my own mindset and how, how do I think about my own abilities and it's fun because as I'm teaching myself, I'm, I'm learning so much about how I do things and what, how, what I model to them in my own behavior. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. I mean, modeling is number one um, parenting trick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's something that we teach over and over again, is, of course. You can tell your kids um, over and over again to do something, but you're, if you're not doing it yourself, they will, they're not likely to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are certainly many ways how you can model growth mindset for children. It, even if you um, don't think that you have you know, a strong growth mindset, none of us do. It's never 100%. And this is something that Carol Dweck talks about all the time. So you should never think of yourself as either or. All of us have both fixed mindset and growth mindset, and even in certain, um, you know, certain things. For example, you can think that um, you are not a math person, so which is a fixed mindset way of thinking. Uh, but you also at the same time can think that you, um, you know, in a, you're an athlete and you're getting better every time you train. So that's a, the growth mindset, right? So. You can think of yourself uh, in different aspects, uh, both growth mindset and fixed mindset, my way. Um, so when we model things in front of our children, you know, we can always, even if we say something which is a fixed mindset way of thinking, for example, you can say, I will never be able to do this, or I'm not good at this, you know, this is a fixed mindset way. Um, you know, you can catch yourself and, and, and in front of your children and say, Oh, I think what I just said was a fixed mindset. And how? What can I say to turn this around and make it a growth mindset statement? Um, so, and the growth mindset statement would be, "I'm not good at this yet." Um, so, let's think how can I improve, um, right? So, you can always do that in front of your children, and you know they will they will kind of understand the process and how it works. I love that. I recently came upon your work. Um, I don't, I think it was maybe a Facebook ad or something. And I printed out a couple of things for my family. And one of them was famous failures. And I love that, like the stories of people who, you know, didn't start off great in their field, but just kept getting, picking themselves back up again and trying again. And I think it's important to hear from those examples, you know, people that they know now that, that didn't start off as an overnight success. 
Absolutely. Um, famous failures is something that our community was requesting us to create, and that's how, that's how it came um, about. So um, children need examples. Yes. That's how they learn. They learn from stories, and they learn, especially if they, it's, it's the people they know about. So, like for example, famous failures, we have a story about Lady Gaga and how she was struggling in the very beginning, and she nobody accepted her uh, you know, her music. So, and then now look at her right now, right? So they make a connection between the struggle and the practice and effort and the success. And that's what we want to, um, you know, to show them with these stories. And I give so much credit to these people who are celebrities because I think they're sort of changing the climate where I don't, I mean, I don't remember in the past people coming out and saying, oh, here were all my hard times. I guess people have, but I just, I guess I love that there are current people who are sharing that it wasn't always easy. My kids love the Patriots football team. And um, so Tom Brady wasn't, originally he was not, you know, going to make the team. And I think he is a great example for my kids, you know? And so whenever anything happens, I always refer back to Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure they can relate. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm going to have to find somebody else for my daughter because I don't think she really cares about Tom Brady, but uh, we There's can work on that. Examples. That's, that's the best part. If you, if you are looking at any successful person and you read their story, you will probably find a lot of struggles and failures and, you know, and it's very easy to find. Right. And it supports me I, I, reading about Oprah because I'm like, okay, yeah. people didn't always like Oprah, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I also printed out, so anyway, a big part of your work, I guess, is also these printables to use in the classroom and use in different, I printed them out for my home. So I put, the other one I love is um, things you can control and things you cannot control. And I put it on the door going out into our garage so that everybody's reminded when they leave for the day about the things, and me and my husband, not just my kids, what can we control and what can we not control? Because that's life, you know, and it's just this hooking on to the things. I feel like I lived a number of years trying to control the uncontrollable, and that's exhausting. Very. Yeah, so. Yes, so that's another very popular, um, you know, the circle of control uh, poster that we have, and children love it because they, um, you know, it's a way to explain to children that there are, like you said, there are things that they cannot control, like um other people feel and what other people say and how other people think and especially in that age when they're you know seven and above or even younger five and above um, and then they start uh, struggling with friendships and their peers what their friends talk about and how they talk about themselves and that so all these kind of very uh, difficult relationships that they start to encounter so this poster and this you know, circle of control theory is very helpful for them in this age. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's helpful for me too. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's just, and I can't teach it if I don't do it myself or don't understand it myself. And I think that's, what's hard for a lot of parents and teachers is you can't teach what you don't know yourself, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's really making it real for yourself before you try to bring it to your kids. Um, Well, so I also joined, I know you guys have a very active Facebook sort of um, parent group. Uh, What, how do people find that? Um, So 
Facebook group, uh, which is called Raising Kids with a Growth Mindset, um, is um, almost, we're about to reach 50,000 members. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we're, right now, my team and I are thinking how we're going to celebrate that. <laughs> um, but uh, it's not even a year old. So wow. it's, I know, it's just ballooned. And there are several reasons why it became so popular and kind of like a huge hit. Uh, one of the reasons is because we have, um, we take it very seriously. For, uh, we have a Facebook group, dedicated Facebook group manager, whose entire job is just to manage the group and make sure that people have a fruitful conversations and they're respectful to each other. So we have a very strict guidelines on what you, you know, kind of what kind of attitude you have to come in. And the attitude, you know, you can come in if you need some help or if you have questions. And then it will have tons of experts in the group that we. Uh, who are moderators and they are parenting coaches and, and um, you know, therapists that um, even though they don't give you any professional medical advice, so to say, they will certainly can share their opinion with you. Um, so this group has become just, a, you know, kind of such a safe place for parents to find answers about the set and, you know, uh, teaching your children those important things like persistence and resilience and um, helping them to overcome a fear of failure and try new things. So all the things that we do focus on in the journal, in our resources, we can discuss in the group. I love that. And I think you're wise to, to manage it so seriously because what can be challenging in some groups is you have to wade through all people's, you know, just random <laughs> wanderings, you know, or criticisms yeah. or whatever it is. And so it's, I, I have found your, your group to be very useful and very um, clear cut, you know, where you don't have to pick through and find where the actual information is. Um, what are you in that group? What are you finding that people are struggling with the most or the, the biggest issues that are facing families right now? Um, so we do ask our group members on a regular basis what they're struggling or where the children are struggling the most uh, with, and uh, the top things are the number one things probably is the fear of failure. Um, so their children are afraid to make a mistake or they're afraid to try new, to, to fail and try new things. Um, so parents um, not sure where um, it came from, like well, why their children are afraid to uh, take on new challenges or, you know, just in general, just terrified of making mistakes. Um, so that would be probably number one uh, topic that we discuss over and over again. And we provide a lot of resources and helping parents, um, you know, to to teach their children that, you know, failures and mistakes are a good thing. And this is, again, the failures, and we talked about the famous failures, but the failures, um, growth mindset take, um, you know, a big part. So um, if, when you think about a mindset and when you think about, um, you know, mindset of success and growth, um, usually you accept failures and you welcome failures and because that's how you grow. This is how um, you uh, actually achieve what you want. And there's a research that showed that when you make a mistake, uh, there are certain things which happen in your brain. There's certain kind of... Um, um, 
neurons that fire together and it only happens when you make a mistake it doesn't happen when you get things right so when you create new connections in your brain this is when your brain grows and um, when you make a mistake and when you fail at something and those connections this firing happens and this is when your brain starts to grow so, so to say so this is a very interesting kind of interesting theory um, that we can explain to children in a more in a child-friendly way <laughs> so we provide a lot of resources kind of how parents can talk about this and how can they make sure that children understand that making mistakes and failing is a good thing um so yeah that would be number one um you know struggle in the so close second would be resilience and grit and how to help children not to give up. And, you know, there are a lot of parents that are facing this. They're just saying, you know, I just don't understand. My child's tried this for one day and now that he doesn't want to do this anymore. He gave up. Um, so we also discuss things like that. I just have to tell you, I don't know how long ago you got out of the finance business, but you are really such an amazing resource for all. You talk like you have a Ph.D. in psychology and education. And I mean... How long ago did you leave the finance world? Um, I I quit my job when I was on maternity leave with my son, and that's when we were working on the journal. Um, so it was probably 20, 2016. Um, but I do so much research and reading, and we have a lot of experts that we speak uh, with on a regular basis that do Facebook Lives and our Facebook, authors of books, and, uh, you know, the coaches and parenting coaches. Um, so we learn from them daily, and the amount of information that we provide to our members, and we listen as a team, we listen to ourselves, of course, um, is enormous. So Well, I'm just, I think you're a living example of growth, because that is a big, I mean, you really are amazing, and I... I think you have so much great information to share with people and it's just cool that you can switch you know I mean you were mm -hmm. probably up to your head in finance and now you're up to your head in this and that you can kind right. of switch gears and, and learn something new absolutely well thank you that's awesome what so this is one thing that caught my eye when I was looking at your Facebook page is this um tapping mm -hmm. and how that relates to the growth mindset work that you're doing and I guess I don't completely understand it and I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about it yeah so um, tapping um, and sometimes it's called EFT emotional freedom technique so some people might have heard of EFT um, so it uh, so there's one uh, tapping expert in the group in the Facebook group and she started talking about it about how she uses this tech with her daughter and her clients and our members got so interested you know they were just asking tons of questions so we started to explore this further and we said okay well how can we use this to you know in in, in the work that we are doing and the topics that we're exploring and um, when we spoke to this expert um, and we asked her can you use tapping uh, with trying to help children overcome anxiety or for example when they're uh, in the middle of taking a test or if they're preparing for a test or they're studying something difficult or they're just anxious about something that they're doing um, can this help and, and she said of course and this and that's how we kind of made the connection between okay well this is an excellent tool and uh, when you're trying to explain to a child that you know and you shouldn't you shouldn't worry about this or don't worry about why you're worrying about this so much and why are you afraid of, about of this so much um, instead of just talking about this you can introduce this very helpful tool to your child and tapping um, is a technique which is um, almost like sometimes it's referred to as acupuncture without needles mm -hmm. so you know you're, you're probably familiar with acupuncture and all different points right that the doctor uses or the 
the specialist uses and yes. to insert the, the needles, right? So there's those special meridian points. And uh, EFT or tapping is the same thing, but you just don't use needles and you tap on those points. And they help, uh, it helps to release uh, emotions from your body and tension from your body. So it helps you to release those negative feelings and anxiety, for example, that you have. Um, and we had such a great... Uh, feedback from people that tried it with their children for the first time this is something that you don't even have to know about a lot you just need to kind of um, understand the basics and you try and try it on yourself and, and have either your child near you tapping or you show them how you tap and you tap on them on them and their points there are just certain points in a certain sequence and how you tap and there are certain things that you can say uh, while you're tapping um, for example, a very common um, uh, thing to say is, you know, when you are, for example, um, when you, when your child is, is anxious about upcoming tests, let's say, so they're anxious about something, the, the test they have to take. So what you could do is you could sit down with them and say, okay, okay, well, let's tap on this and let's see if you can release that fear and if you can feel better. So what, while you're tapping on the meridian points and you can either tap on them, on them or they themselves um, they say uh, something like even though I'm afraid of this test even though I'm afraid of this test I'm still a good girl I'm still my mommy still loves me daddy still loves me I'm still smart you know so while they're tapping they're saying this and they're kind of trying to release the negative emotion and turn it into positive um, and we found that the community that the members that tried it they were just on a way by how quickly it works oh. <laughs> um so it is, it's absolutely cool it's just uh, amazing and that's why we came up with a guide um on tapping for it's like a one couple pages guide on tapping for parents okay. with illustrations yeah and it's something that you can download free from our website okay great and i will make sure i have a link for your website so that people can find all of these resources that we're talking about and use them at home. Um, one of the other questions I had for you is just if you have, I know you talked about the book Mindset, and I'm wondering if there are any other resources that you could point people to. I'm sure there's a million, but anything that jumps out in your mind, either like a movie to watch or a show to help talk about this concept with your kids, something that sort of could give them a visual. We have a list of 75 books, <laughs> uh, growth mindset books for children and for parents. Okay. Uh, and again, yeah, it's available and, and um, members love this list and they refer to it over and over again. Some people ask about the books all the time. So in our Facebook group, we get almost once a day, we get somebody asking, what books should my children read? And what books should I read? So we have that, we refer to people to this list all the time. We also have a list of movies. Um, it's 15 movies that we um, kind of screened and and our members recommended and we you know members voted on these movies to make sure that yes they are growth mindset uh, types of movies and they teach us important kind of uh, things about not giving up and working hard and all these different different things that we're trying to teach our children. So we also have um, you know family movies list of movies and then we also have a list of podcasts uh, for children and for parents uh, to listen to you know while they're driving the car or just you know coloring the coloring sheets or whatever okay. yeah so we definitely have those resources available awesome 
There's a podcast called The Family Brain that you can add to your list. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you can look at it first and make sure it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. But no, that's great. And I will definitely make sure there's a list um, or a link for the resources because I know people will be really excited after listening to this and want to know more about how to access information. Um, so I'm just curious if there's anything that you were hoping I would ask you about that you haven't had a chance to talk more about. Um, let me think. Well, um, well, I would say that uh, sometimes, um, you know, I, what I would say that uh, some parents get frustrated because they um, are on this journey themselves and they are not sure how to help themselves, so to say, before they help their children. So they have a very negative mindset or fixed mindset. And that's the way that we're parented or let's say they learned it in school. Um, so they have very, they're struggling to get out of that mindset and turn to growth mindset. And they realize that they need to do it themselves first before they children. Uh, so we have a lot of parents like this and, and um, we're in this together. So I certainly have a fixed mindset certain uh, aspects of, of my life and my husband does too and our team members do too. So we're all this learning together and we help each other all the time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a journey and you should always um, have a hope that you can transform yourself and uh, it's definitely possible we've seen it over and over again the success stories that come up in our facebook group and our instagram page people saying i i just uh, you know turned myself around and now i was so afraid to try this but then i knew that my children are watching me and that's why you know i i put my courage together and i did it and so all the things that you know it's it's a great thing to witness and to watch and if if somebody is a little bit um discouraged because they think that they themselves are not there yet uh we can certainly you know join our community we can be um we can help you and then also provide you with necessary resources and support and we're always there for you I love that. I because lo- I think you're right. When people feel like they're trying to figure it out alone, it feels like sort of an uphill battle. But when you know that there are other people who are who are also sort of you know just trying their best and 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 growing alongside you, it can f- make you feel not so alone in it. Absolutely. Well, one of the questions I usually ask at the end of my podcast is just you know we talked about keeping families healthy and. Um, the family brain healthy. I was wondering if there's anything you can share that you do for your own self-care to take care of yourself while you're helping support all of these families and your own family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just spent a lot of time with my son and this is a non-negotiable, mm-hmm. uh, only two. Um, and uh, we made a choice and he's still at home with us um, 100%. So we don't, you know, he doesn't go to any nursery or anything like that. So we take care of him 100%, my husband and I, while working on the business. Um, And that's my self-care slash happy place when we are together and we make sure that, you know, he has enough attention from both of us and he has enough of mommy time and and daddy time. So um, I make sure that the business doesn't overtake my life and it doesn't interfere with me the most important thing which for me is my child and my family so um i think that this is where you know the happiness comes from from your internal satisfaction with uh, your 100 percent fulfillment of how the things are and the balance in your life so um i i i'm so happy that we have this um uh, 
you know, the opportunity to spend time with him and he has so much of us. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. That's great. Well, thank you so much for everything that you shared today. I appreciate you sharing all this work you're doing. And I think it's a much, much needed resource. And I am just personally so thankful for it. And I can't wait to print more things out and just put them all around my house. <laughs> thank you so much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Family Brain Podcast. I am always looking for new show ideas and suggestions. So join us on Family Brain the Facebook group or Family Brain Podcast on Instagram. And I'm also on familybrainpodcast.com with all back episodes. If you have issues listening on iTunes, all the back episodes are there. I also wanted to just thank Alexandra Idens for her insights on the growth mindset and the inspiration that she's providing me and just how I'm thinking about my own strengths and weaknesses. I think it could be so easy to be just super hard on yourself and then on your kids as well or on the people in your life because you know we just want it to be easier or better right away and it's sometimes good to remember that Sometimes the things that really matter the most to us take some time and some dedication and just kind of falling down and getting back up again. And I just really appreciate that encouragement and the reminder that we're kind of all in the same boat. We're all working on being better and it's just often putting one foot in front of the other. So thank you, Alexandra, and I will hopefully have you listening next time. Thanks. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.